This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 79 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Uh, we're back again um, on a nice snowy, uh, not really, not too cold, but just a snowy. Um, slushy. Yeah, sl- slushy. <laughs> Actually, tell us, Ellie, how do you know it's slushy today? I dropped my keys in a slush puddle outside the office. Um did, and you put your hand in. Did you have to like actually fingers in water? No, I was lucky. So like uh, my keys are on a, a maple leaves lanyard. So the keys fell on the slush puddle and the lanyard fell on the dry snowdrift. So I plucked the lanyard out and then I like whiplashed it to get the water off the keys, which may or may not have been the best idea, but it, it, well, it you got know, the slush off. One of the odd things about you that I don't think anybody would guess is that your lanyard is a Toronto maple leaves lanyard. Mm-hmm. You don't... I'm going to just guess because I, I don't think so. I think I'm positive on this, but I might be wrong. You don't play like any sports. No. Um, I, I ran track in high school, but I was homeschooled, so that really limited my options. Yeah. Uh, and by the time that I got to school, I was I was a little past the age of training. I tried playing basketball, and they didn't cut me from the team because they didn't cut anyone from the team. But um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't last very long. I didn't even make it to my first game. Before I realized that it was just all the girls on our team were like phenomenal players, and I was just this dinky little homeschooler that I could. You're like, telling this is out. This is out in like, high school in Canton. Yeah. Yeah, they had good basketball programs. Oh out yeah, there. They had, the the team was very very good, and I almost stayed long enough to get the free chucks that were coming for our team, but I didn't have the heart because I knew I knew I was not going to be a good player, and I, I quit. <laughs> um, I was really bad. So I just I just find it funny that your lanyard is a sports professional sports team. Like well, out of I all like, the stuff, I like sports. I, I, I know. I just it. like. I just never thought that you'd be someone that had, like. I, like I could see like maybe myself having it, or someone that kind of watches sports would have it. But then I look like I don't. I don't think that you'd be someone that'd be like, oh, Ellie's a big sports fan, but you have a sports lanyard, which I just think is funny. Hockey's the only sport I like. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And, uh, soccer. I can well, you had that. You had your and, jersey too. You actually have a jersey. I have two. Yeah. Because you wore it. We had it. I think one time. I wore it once, yeah. John got it for me because we, we actually went to, ooh, where do we watch it? We didn't, I think we went Ottawa? to Ottawa, yeah, to watch um, the Senators absolutely clean house. <laughs> it was not. The sen- I mean, Ottawa the from Canton is good. not that far. Hour, if that, 45 <clears throat> minutes? Um, we can't, we left from here. It wasn't that far, though. No, it was like a two-hour drive. We got a hotel, a hotel there. I've never been to Ottawa, but I'd like to. I've heard only good things about Ottawa. Like you said, it's a nice area, especially in the winter. Like they have a big snow fest up there or winter fest. They have winter carnival, um, or whatever they call it. Big beer stores. Beer. Beer stores, yeah. Because in Canada, they have like weird rules about alcohol. True. So I know that if you want alcohol, I'm um, not from this event. We went, I went there for a concert once, which is why I know this. But there's like, if you want alcohol, you have to go to a specific store for alcohol, and that's the only place you can get it. Correct. I think Montreal's the same, because I one time went to try to get it, and, like, of course, Montreal... Like, a convenience store in Montreal is just a random store, just a storefront, you know, and yeah. if you walk in. But you can't, like, roll into... <laughs> this is from my... This is 10-plus years ago. Like, roll into just, like, a CVS and get beer. Like, you have to go, like you said, to, like, this little convenient mart that sells beer or like go down into the basement of like a convenience store. It looks sketchy. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like you walk down, it's like it, like it has to be its own, its own sales center basically. Yeah. yeah. It's well, if you go to uh Pennsylvania, same thing. Yeah. A lot of, a few states. Massachusetts. Maybe. Uh, Pennsylvania is definitely a state. You have to go to like a liquor store to get beer. Yeah. Um, So, wow. 
I think I imagine Utah's probably like that too because they don't even sell it. They sell it. I don't know. But like Mormons can't drink, right? Well, no, that but against? that's not all that's Utah. I know. I'm just thinking that's where I thought you were going. <laughs> no, I'm like, but they, they are a lot of their rules. John would disagree with me on this. Is John, he's, John, Mormon. he's Mormon, right? He, well, he, he was raised Mormon, but uh, he disagrees with me on this. But I there, there are a lot of laws in Utah that, in my opinion, are heavily influenced by that religion because there are a lot of like alcohol and women's rights and different rules that are very religious-based. And I, I have to imagine that Mormonism has something. Where's more in Provo, Utah? Isn't it Provo? Or is that where BYU is? Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Fact don't check know. us. Yep. Um, so our topic today um, <coughs> is something that we both have done. I think something that we are very active in doing. Um, some better than others. That was, some, a, that was a slight uh, on myself, not you. No, no, no. I, I knew where you're going, <laughs> but I didn't want to like, no, no, you're, you're better than you think you are. But I, I think, so our topic today is branding. Um, it's something that I've spent a lot of time probably over the last five years doing, um, each year ramping it up a little bit. I think 2020 into like beginning of 2021, I've taken a little bit of a dip. Um, I'll ramp it back up, but I say the last three overall though, your presence has definitely grown. Yes. And I want to use branding twofold here. So I want to talk about branding as a strategy for our business um, and then I also want to hear the branding of you who the reason I'm saying this is because you came into real estate. Um, is this the start of your third year or second year? I can't remember. I can't either. I'm pretty sure. Third. No, it's your third. Is start really? of your third. You've done it two full years. No way. Well, I, no. Yeah. Cause I just had to renew my license. I met that's two, for two years. Yeah. Cause I yep. met you in 2008. So I, I just, my two year anniversary was like January 10th or something like that. Yeah. So you started in January of 19. Wow. So, I mean, you've done two years. Yeah. Like this is a start. I say starting yeah. the third, but you are, you have just started the third. So yeah. you've been doing two years. So the reason I, the reason I'm pinpointing you is because you came into real estate two years ago, not from the area. I would probably argue you didn't know a lot of people. No. Um, and also coming in as a young professional, Again, in in a real estate realm, the one thing I had is a hard thing when I first got into real estate, I was 21. When people talk about your relationships and your sphere of influence, well, my sphere of influence was kids my age. Mm-hmm. They weren't buying homes. Yep. You were you basically came in your mid-20s. Kids aren't really buying homes. Kids are starting to buy homes in the mid-20s, but they're not buying from you who they don't know. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to use branding from your perspective over the last two years versus my perspective. And I'm going to go back probably five years on it. Um, so first off for you, what is your, what do you think branding has done for you or how have you focused on branding or what would you, you know, what did you do good? What do you think you could do better at over the last, again, from January, basically two years, we've had about two years of you involved. So, um, I guess as far branding in a, in a brand broad scope outside of just talking social media, um, I, I think that creating a role for myself in the community has been greatly influential on my ability to get, get involved and get into real estate. Um, just, you know, participating in ADQIP and the zoning board, although that sucks and just different, <laughs> different groups and, and, and things. Um, that has helped me build a brand as being someone who's a community member and someone who's local and someone who's invested in making things good here. Um, as far as social media branding, um, sorry, 
What was the direct question? I'm... <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? I'm very, um, I'm very scatterbrained. No, I, I said, if how, how was branding, basically over affected? the last two years, how has it affected you? Okay. What have you focused on? What do you think you've done well at? What do you think you could improve on? So, um, yeah, focusing on being a community member, I think is, has been my, my focus, I guess, but kind of not intentionally initially for branding, just trying to make this place a home for myself. And then that kind of turned into a branding thing as well, because I found that that has been a pretty significant, um, amount of, of sales for me has been primarily just through referrals. Um, most of my sales have been through referrals as far as social media goes, uh, branding impact wise. I don't know how much of an impact it has done for me. I certainly, have not gotten any sales through social media. Um, unless, I mean, I've helped sell homes through social media, like as far as sellers go, but I have not gotten any direct clients through social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had people reach out to me, but usually in my experience, the leads I've gotten from social media, um, have not been fruitful. I, I have gotten some recognition from this podcast, um, from just, you know, having, being in, group events and stuff like that being seen that way. But as far as overall, I don't feel like my social media has really, I think my activity in the community has been far more impactful on my quote unquote brand or who I am and being recognizable than my social media has been at all. Um, that said, uh, my social media presence has not been great, especially the last probably three months or so. I just, I studied social media marketing was an emphasis on emphasis of what I studied when I studied communications at SUNY Potsdam. I was very fascinated by it and very into it. And I would create fake accounts to see how, what kind of different things I could do to make different things grow quickly. Um, and now I just don't really enjoy social media at all. And I, I don't like being on it. And that's kind of hurt me a little bit because I don't want to post either. I just don't, I don't want to even open it up and I need to just, you know, at least create some kind of schedule. So I could do a lot better at social media branding. And I also actually purchased a website that I've been working on developing. Um, but I haven't, I haven't yet. I haven't. It's in the works. So. It's in, it's in the works. I, I, I spent like six hours one night, like working on it and then it, I just haven't finished it. But so yeah. do you think that, so what do you focus on when you do branding? I do you have a focus or do I don't um, when I focus on branding on social media I guess I focus on just trying to show that um, I'm knowledgeable and that I'm approachable and just kind of be my basically be myself and mm -hmm. just if someone wants to work with me they want to work with me um, as far as I guess what's really branded me is, is stuff that I haven't focused on trying to brand myself with just you know again being active in the community I think has really become a brand of mine but it's not something that I was doing or even still consciously think, oh, this is perfect to like brand myself. I just do it. And then it turns out to also be a positive impact on, on my, um, view, how I am viewed. I don't, mm -hmm. yeah. Perception. Perception. That's the, word. um, the, uh, actually I was in a podcast earlier today and I was looking for that exact word and the guest, she, she said it. I'm like, thank you. So the caffeine's wearing off. That's, <laughs> I know just... I need, I need another coffee. So, um, yeah, I, I guess my, my, um, I dove into branding probably, f I'm trying to go back in time here, maybe five years ago was when I made it like my Facebook page. And that was the, the initial jump. 
I I remember when I first got in, I did um I paid like a subscription, not to post for me, but to give me ideas that I could go on, grab, and then I could I forgot what site it was. They would give me a bunch of like house stuff and different mm, things, and I would go cool. on, grab it, and I would plan out when to post. And obviously this was new and it was slow going, and I get it like if I had more than like two likes on a photo, I was like, oh my God, this photo's crushing. <laughs> Blowing up. Yeah. And, and then it wasn't until probably 2014, 15 that I started doing um, Instagram. Um, yeah, 14 or 15, I started doing, posting on Instagram. And what happened was, and I was, I was pretty good from the start on Instagram. If you go through most, like I've, I think I have like over a thousand posts now over probably, yeah. years. But if you go all the way to the very beginning, and I kind of wish there was a way on Instagram that you could search from like previous Year. all the way. Yeah. You should be able to yourself, like, not for other people though. Oh, like I wanted to go in and be like, what was my first post? Instead of scrolling down, they would just automatically flip it from like first uploaded down to last uploaded. Like you could reverse the order. So my, can you find it? Uh, I can, I can only do this with myself. But, oh, but you, oh, well, hang on. It might just be. Oh, I, I'm actually curious posts, to see what my yeah, first post, post is. Post archive. Oh, is it just post I've archived? So, Never mind. Don't listen to me. So if I go on, um, whatever it was, from the very beginning, I was very good at showing myself as myself. Because the problem is what a lot of real, real realtors, real estate people, <laughs> realtors that will do is they'll get too caught up in like, here's my listing, mm-hmm. buy from me, call me. If you need help, call me. If you need this, call me. If you, you know, if you are interested in real estate, call me. It's like, okay, well, and I, I had this, this thought 10 years ago and, and it definitely transitioned five years ago when I got into it. If I want to be the number one realtor, how am I going to be someone that's more in demand than the other 150 people that are in this market? Yeah. And I spent 10 years trying to get to that point. And the whole idea was as I'm doing it and on social media, it's like, if I'm just like those agents posting my listing and saying, call me, call me, I'm the best. <laughs> I'm going to help you out. You're not, it's, it's call me because I want, I want to, you're like basically salesy. I want you to, yeah, it's like I want to be the person that helps you out because I want to sell and make money. Yeah. You're not giving them any, um, and this is an old um, real estate uh, or not even real estate marketing. It's it's what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. If you're putting out an ad, if you're putting out anything, what is it, what's in it for me and, and me meaning the end consumer. Yeah. If I'm putting out ads and I'm trying to promote myself from, hey, what's in it for me, meaning like me putting the ad out, not me as the end consumer, you have to look at what, what is the end consumer going to get from this ad or this post. So from the very beginning, I went with the idea of I'm going to brand myself as a subject expert. I'm going to brand myself as, you know, a normal down to earth, non-salesy person that wants Mm -hmm. to help you, but I'm going to do it from the sense of, I want to earn your trust and I want you to you know, know me, like me and trust me, but I yeah. want, to, I want to earn that. So then you will reach out to me and, and our, and say, that's the guy that I want to help us out with. Well, fast forward five years, that's what I've been able to do. And if you go through my stuff, very, very rarely do I say anything about like calling me about something. I yeah. put something out. Hey, we did this, this person closed. Here's a picture of them. Here's a testimonial. Here's a podcast. Here's some random out and about thing. Here's a new listing, whatever I want to post. Here's me at a networking function. It's documenting what I do day to day. And I put it out there so people can look at it and they can basically assess Galen and say, okay, this is what he does. This is how he acts. This is what he sounds like. This is what he looks like. This is the people that he's friends with. This is, these are you know deals that he's doing. This is lo- where he's located. And they're going to get in that, that idea where they know 
know me, then then they start to like me, and then that builds trust. And then from trust, they will now use me. So, Is there anything that you feel like you've initially went in planning on doing or thinking would be a good idea, and then you found like realize there's something better or it's not? Um, Not anything better because if I mess up on something or if it's not great, I, I'm, I learn from it and I pivot. So I don't think anything's ever been a huge failure for me. Um, very, very, very rarely have I failed at that. I deem a failure. I just deem it as it's pivot. Like, okay, it doesn't really work. Let's change this up or let's not post like that or go like that. I can't, I think the biggest thing was early on was getting away from like the canned, I call yeah. canned, but like yeah. the structure, like when people try to sell you, like, we'll we'll run your Facebook account and they put these random, like dumb things like, oh, change the change your mulch in the springtime to make the outside look better. Like yeah. why would nobody cares if you post that? Yeah. Someone would rather see a picture of you with your dog going for a walk in Plattsburgh and saying something about the fact that get out, get out today and enjoy the nice weather. Yeah. People will like that photo it has nothing to do with real estate. People are learning who Ellie is. If you got that, if you took out a post and said, Hey, here's me and my dog come buy our house or buy a house. Like you're going to have a little bit more likes if you take the dog out of it and put yourself there with the house, you're going to get even less likes. Yeah. And then you take yourself out and just put a house, you're going to get almost no likes. And yeah. the problem is most agents put just a house and bless you, just a house and not themselves. Then, then it's them. And then they'll put like a baby or a dog because they get likes. Yep. To be honest, I don't put any pictures of my kids. I don't put any, I think I have, if you go all the way back, there might be one photo of my dog ever. You don't really see it. I really just try to document my work day, day today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, think there's any I think I've done a lot of it well there's certain there's small things that I've pivoted on but not like a big thesis like mm-hmm. there's stuff I wish I could do more of and there's things I want to focus on more but it's just I'm big on time to mm-hmm. put if I'm not putting in the time and effort into that the way it should be and it's not consistent I want to do it podcast I started podcast when I knew I could consistently pull off a podcast there's certain things I want to do and some like different things that I really want to do but I know I could probably only do it for three or four episodes or whatever you want to call it before I would lose traction and just like all of a sudden I go two, three months out doing it. And then just, and you, the big thing is you have to be consistent. And if you lose consistency, don't even do it because yeah. it's, you're better off putting your focus on one thing consistently than 10 things that are just all over the place. So branding, um, the reason we do what's branding twofold branding as me as a person is to get my name out, my face out, my voice, my voice, like actually my actual voice out. Um, so people again can build that know, like, and trust. Then there's branding from the, um, and also from a branding of like showing success. So as I've gotten, you know, more successful of what I'm doing, I want to show that by showing people with sold signs or showing people that are saying nice things or even putting out the podcast and people are like, Oh my God, that guest was on the podcast because as you go forward, it goes from like your close friends. So now I'm starting to reach out to people that know me that would have known me two years, even know who I was two years ago. And now they're like, Oh yeah, I'll come on your podcast. That's awesome. Like I'm looking forward to it. And you, that's natural how you grow into it. And I, I expect like the, you know, the Galen Trombley show, cause I kind of, I want to do it for a while is that that will continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. And you know, five years from now that you'll, I'll be looking at people that I have on, but holy crap, like that's cool that they came on it. Like, and it's just natural that progresses like that. Um, Branding from a company is bigger. It's not just me. It's how the brand fits in the community and how me, you, any other agent or staff that's working here, how do we fit underneath that brand? The one benefit about the brand is one, we obviously modernized the look of it. We made it a little more what I call like 2020 at mm-hmm. the t- or 2018 at the time. <clears throat> um, but how do we take the, a brand is the perception, 
but the perception is built by basically the the people and, and the beliefs and everything behind the brand. I look at our brand as being a company of like fun people. I have the brand as being people that are hopefully involved in the community. I think that not everybody is, but there's a good amount of us that are involved. Mm-hmm. I think it's people that, um, you know, know what they're doing, want to help, want to, you know, put their best foot forward, want to support other people. I'm like, I mean, we talk about, was it cross promoting, you know, me cross promoting you and, and you cross promoting Courtney and then Hannah and then Mike and just kind of doing this, like, you know, helping each other out and help, you know, reaching each other's audiences. Um, but I also think I do a lot of cross promoting of other friends and other businesses locally, because I think, you know, I've always talked about rising tide raises all ships that you have to be able to build up other people in order to get them better. So if I can build you up, you're going to be better, which is going to circle back to me and it's going to circle back to Hannah and Hannah's going to circle back to me and I'm going to circle back to Mike and back to Alan. And like, you're going to see this continuous wave of the ones that are very active. So certain ones are very active and you, you know, and what we're doing is elevating the, the idea behind it. And if people see us involved at different events and people see us in the community and people see us giving back or people see us helping clients and we're getting this good name recognition along with promoting agents. Like why do we have agents do videos and post them out there? So people can see the people behind the company. It's yeah. not just, it's not just a cool logo and, and, oh, you guys are the guys with the podcast or you guys are the ones with local matters. It's like, yes, but we want you to get to know the people behind it because again, that no like trust factor, you're going to know, like, and trust the people that are behind the scenes that you see the logo, but then who are the people that are, are the ones that are supporting that company from there? That's what get people behind it. So the branding aspect of it is your branding and sales like yeah. in marketing. Sales are great. We've, we've, we used to do marketing for sales for so long. The problem is if you're marketing for sales, you're not really getting that, what we call like hot or warm leads. You're getting kind of like they're cool leads. They're not cold calling, but you're, you know, they're not, they're not someone that's reaching out to you. You're reaching out to them, trying to, you know, whether you want to call it, sell yourself, persuade, whatever, to have them work with you. The flip side is if we can promote our brand and get people to buy into what we believe in and say, that's the kind of people we want to align with and support. And we want to, if we want to buy a house or sell a house, they're the people we want to help us out. They now come to us, but because they're only coming to us because they know, like, and trust us. Yeah. And from there we can fulfill what we're putting out to the community, which is again, why I'm big on authenticity. Like I'm not, I'm not going to fake it on the podcast or in social media. And then you meet me and you're like, that guy's not like he is on social media. I think if most people looked at it, they'd be like, Hey, that's kind of what I expected, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't dress fancy on social media. And then you see me like show up like a dress. Like I, I look like this no matter Scrub where. 24/7. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I just like being casual, but I think that people resonate that with that better. I, you know, the way I talk here is the way I talk in a meeting, which is the way I talk in front of a client, which mm-hmm. is the way, I, like way I talk at a networking event. Branding, is like I said, is getting us that know, like, and trust, but it's building the relationships. And then social media obviously is powerful, but you take social media branding and you tie it in with everything else. When you talked about community, nothing is going to be face-to-face contact. Branding helps. Branding helps when I go to a networking event and people recognize who I am. Mm-hmm. But seeing me and talking to me in person is the extra trust factor that they're, they're not going to get from the screen. They're going to be able to see me on on a, you know, in a picture or on video, but then when they meet me in person and listen to me, then they're like, okay, you know, what? I kind of like that guy. Yeah. And you being involved because you, you've gotten very much involved the last couple of years in ADKYP on the board and, and you know, and some other things I'm sure that you do with groups of friends or people that, um, 
you know, that go above and beyond that, that they look at, you know, maybe it's the podcast and maybe it's social media, but then they know Ellie in person. Like, yeah, I love Ellie. She's great. That's what you want to do is it all ties together. It's like, you have to have all, it's kind of like a three headed monster. You have to have like the digital advertising. You have to have the know-how of real estate. Like mm-hmm. you have to know what you're doing. Oh yeah. And course. then number three is like, you have to actually be out there meeting people. So it's kind of, you can't hide behind a computer screen, the computer screen or the digital aspect, you know, opens the door mm-hmm. or make, makes us in person kind of, kind of softens that initial contact. Mm-hmm. And then from there you have to capitalize on the initial contact. Yeah. And, um, and part of the reason I know then we talked about this when you first came on. I started the podcast basically the month you came on to mm-hmm. real estate. And I, had, I forgot I was telling this to you yesterday. I said, by default, Ellie was the one that's on the podcast because you were the first one that really came on. Like had Courtney been or Mike or Ellie or not Ellie, uh, Hannah. Yeah. Like, if one of you had been f- sooner, like if Hannah wasn't far off, like maybe if you weren't around, Hannah would have been doing this. But the idea was you were here and it was like, hey, perfect. You know, I'm in my whatever the time, eighth year of real estate, you're brand new. So let's have two different perspectives. Also, I, I mean, you knew this at the time. There wasn't much you brought to the table from a real estate knowledge, yeah. but you brought, you brought the inexperience that the, maybe even a little bit of like, you know, kind of the greenness of like, Hey, I'm willing to learn and I want to learn. And I think people have followed you on this journey to now, Hey, if I go to episode one compared to now episode 79 with Ellie, she's much more confident and knowledgeable in what she's saying. And that's, that's what I wanted to show. And I also wanted to have you piggyback off of what I had already kind of built to get you into the game a little bit as of like, Hey, here's a way that we can bridge you from being absolutely unknown to a known person Mm -hmm. because in real estate, it's hard to break into. And it's hard to break into real estate if you have no connections, which you, you didn't. So, I mean, you very limited. So I look at the amount of people that know you now where I'm just in a conversation, people just will drop your name. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because two years ago, they weren't doing that. So yeah. to me, I'm like, it's working. And that's why I'm like, someone like Hannah is doing is starting to do that. But she's been at it for you know close to two years now. Yeah. And she's you're starting to see stuff pay off because she'll sit there and show me a screenshot of things. I'm like, okay, awesome. Like yeah. this is like how, and again, when I talk about the snowball effect, maybe it's you're not getting something on social media ever. And then all of a sudden you'll get one mm-hmm. and then you might get one every couple months. And then you might get one or two a month. And I would say social media wise, I probably get hit up almost weekly, um, in the heart of the summer, multiple times or like the busy season, multiple mm-hmm. times a week off social media. And yeah. a lot of them are random people. Like some, I don't even know that are just like, Hey, can you help me out? Like, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Awesome. So, um, branding's powerful because it leads to sales, but I like branding cause I hate being salesy but I love branding. So mm-hmm. if you can brand to me, it's, it's a very passive sales approach because I don't like forcing people to spend money. I don't want to force people to buy something they don't want to buy. Yeah. But if I put myself out there and the person comes to me and says, I actually do want to buy what you're selling and I want you to help me out. Then I'm like, perfect. I, yeah. cause I know I can help you. And I already got through the part that's awkward for me, which is the initial like sales part of it. Like I just want to be the, a consultant for you. So it's a much better approach for me. And I like meeting people. I like having fun. I like talking to people. So mm-hmm all of the networking stuff that falls in with this, which like then falls in with the podcast and all my Instagram posts and anything I put on YouTube, like all that just blends together and it kind of encompasses my branding world. But again, my hope is that if you see me, that you don't feel like I'm not the same person that you would see here. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the authenticity part that you have to have is you have to like kind of, you can talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk and like, are you you know, putting your, you know, money where your mouth is kind of thing. And are you acting the way you talk? Like we talk about local matters. Well, what do you guys do for local matters? Like that's stuff that you, you know, we can't just say it as like, 
I don't know. We just say it because it sounds cool. And what, but like, okay, then I want people to look at it and be like, yeah, actually, Kavanaugh is very involved in stuff. And that's yeah. we want. And I want to continue to grow that as we become more successful. We have more means to do more. That's one of my like driving forces as we grow the company. So yeah. a lot of it is came from branding, but then it's like, let's keep moving it forward. So yep. I don't know. That was long winded, but I think it was where my head's at with branding. It's important. Absolutely. So I don't know. Final thoughts, Ellie, anything? No, I think you covered it pretty well. Just want to do a fun fact of the day. Oh, I don't know if I have one. Office quote, um, story, positive energy vibe quote. <laughs> You go first. Um, you know what? That's funny. Every time I ask you to go, f- like, say it, and then you, I know you're going to say go first. And I never have something in my head. So, so this oh, is yeah, same. this is like a little nugget for anybody. If you th- you realize um, how much effort goes into this podcast, Ellie shows up. I ask her what she wants to talk about. We talk for about a minute. Then we hit record and we just roll. And I'm like, let's talk about branding. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And we hit record. So then we get to this part, and we're supposed to have something like planned. I think out of 79, 79 episodes, one or two of them have actually had something in mind that I wanted to say when I got there. So usually I get to this point where I'm like, honestly, let me think on my feet because we're very much off the cuff and uh, kind of, well, we, it's kind of like a pizza review, but one take, everybody knows the rules. Like yep. we just do one cut. We don't really cut it. We just do one, <laughs> one full take. Um, so you're getting the raw, unfiltered, unedited version. Um, fun fact, man, let me see. Um, I feel like I've had a bunch of like, odd fun facts lately that I think would be useful. And I'm just like drawing a blank on stuff. That's actually something to brag about or something that'd be cool or like a story. I feel like my stories lately are just anything that happened. That was like, that would be awesome to tell people. Isn't really awesome. At least right now. I mean, that's like the biggest like Eeyore moment. Um, I'm actually like going through my head about like, house items because i've like been at my house a lot so i'm like is there something something at (laughs) my house (laughs) yeah like at my house that i could think of that would be something that would be like a cool like hack or tip or thing i do that could help someone out i have i have a a lame hack um so i got a spin bike um john and i got a spin bike so i can use it at home because a big problem with me going to the gym is we usually I, I can't, I talk myself out of going to the gym because I'm like, well, I, it takes half an hour to, you know, there and back and, and I have to shower after and I just have so many other things to do and it's, it, it's taking up time that I could be using doing other things. So we got a spin bike. So now I can sit on it and I'll, I'll be like spinning and working on my laptop or watching TV. And last night I, <laughs> I did a, a hit workout while I played Assassin's Creed and I just, I would, I'd cycle at 28 while I was playing. And then every time a cutscene would come on, I'd, I'd like still the, the controller and I'd pump it up to 85 and I'd run really fast. And then the cutscene would be over and I go back down to 28 and I would keep playing. That's dedication. Super lame. But I mean, <laughs> that's it's getting me. I biked like 10 miles. So that's great. <laughs> hey, that's more than I've done lately. Um, man, to be honest, I don't think I have anything. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, we'll do an office quote. Um, I've actually watched this multiple times because it's come up. But the uh, remember the one where they're trying to auction stuff off because he well, lost. He, what was the one where they're trying to auction off the Bruce Springsteen tickets because yep. the office got vandalized? So the part where they get up and they're like different people are bidding off stuff, and Kevin gets up. He goes, 
I'll do your taxes. <laughs> My name and is no- Kevin and I will do your taxes. And nobody votes and he goes, federal and state. <laughs> and, and, then, then, and then no one says, doesn't anything. So he says, fine. Yeah. And like knocks the microphone over and storms off the stage. And then there's the other one the other day when uh, Meredith was sitting there and he goes, you, <laughs> Michael, you hit me with your car. It was the roast. Michael, yep. you hit me with your car. I uh, goes you you posted a photo of my boobs up on the wall and with the word gross he's like Ugh. and he goes you are the reason why I drink and he goes <laughs> he hits the drums and she, that's just great um gotta love it okay that's it sorry for the ending I thought that was a good topic just poor poor well, yours was okay that was a that was kind of fun was I guess lame, you but yeah so if you if you can't get yourself to exercise and you want to multitask and you don't want to multitask with work. Can also play video games. My hands got a little sweaty. I had to wipe down the controller, but it's fine. A little clammy. A little, a little clammy. Is, is clammy clammy? I think it's right up with moist. I think clammy is is cold though. I don't think clammy with warm. Cause like I mean clammy. I think clammy like moisture, like humidity. Yeah, but you like can be sweaty. sweaty. When you're sweaty, you're not clammy. When you're clammy, you're like you got a cold sweat. It's different. Really? Oh, that's, like, that's how I see. It. I don't. Know I think if that's the I think definition. clammy is like. I think clammy is the moist of your hands. Okay, hang on. I got, Google. That went a step far. So, your fun fact of the day is what the definition of clammy is. Clammy? I think clammy. Define clammy. Like, if somebody says my hands are clammy, I'm like, Ugh. like I get a little shiver down my spine. It's like if somebody said, like, that's moist. Unpleasantly damp and sticky or slimy to touch. Yeah, like moist, like moisture, humidity. But in all, every example, they use cold with clammy. Although, in this one, they use steamy, which I, I see. You know steamy what's oddly? Warm. Clam juice. Ugh. I think you put clam juice in a... Bloody Caesar. Thank you. Bloody Caesar. It's delicious. I yeah, love it. Yeah, it's really good. And yeah. I'm like, well, clam juice sounds gross, but then you put it in a Bloody Caesar. You're like, oh my God. The first time true. I had it, I'd never had a Bloody Mary before because I it sounds disgusting. And I had a friend order a Bloody Caesar. They're, they're both which, great. Which sounds more disgusting because not only is it tomato juice and vodka, they also put clam juice and pickled green beans in it. It was the best drink I've ever had. I think had. Caesar's... I like Caesar's better than Bloody's. I do too. But, or Mary's. I but think it's because they're saltier. That might be it. Yep. Bloody Caesars are phenomenal. I like so Bloody good. Marys too. I used to hate them as a kid because I don't like tomato juice. As a but kid? as a kid, <laughs> as, as a young, as a young, um, as a young drunk. But um, as I've gotten older, I've been able to stomach it more. I think because when you have like the spices in it, it mm-hmm. adds to it. Like I don't like tomato juice when you add the spices. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I went to a little diner this like two summers ago. I had a flight of Bloody Marys. It was Ooh, really good. Interesting. It was like four different Bloody Marys you could try. Um, one had bacon in it, which is really cool. That sounds actually, yeah, that sounds really there, good. It was like three different, there was like four different, one was kind of spicy, one was bacon, one was like a sweeter one, and one was like a house. And it definitely depends really on good. like how they're made. Like I, I, I am very picky about them. I, they have to be made very well. Meg, Meg makes a mean Bloody Mary and a Bloody Caesar. Really? But yeah. I mean, she used to bartend. She's never offered me either. Well, you have to ask her. I hmm. asked her. Oh, I, I said I really like them, and then I asked her to make one for me. Fun fact: we can have a bloody Caesar night where we play Monopoly. I know it's weird. That's and all of my... our friendships will be over. We have to play my Monopoly because I have Zelda Monopoly. Ooh, could we link? Uh, yes. That's sore subject. No, you can. He's the only character That's I fine. know. I'll win. I always win. Jeez. Oh, okay. Relax. All right. <laughs> That's episode seventy-nine. Realty talk with Ellie and Galen. Thank you.